Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to episode 16 of season one of the Proud Police Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Lynn, and today just feels a little bittersweet because it is our last episode for season one. I'm going to be taking a break as the summer approaches just to be home with my kids and be focused on them. But season two will come back in August. And I am so excited because we have so many amazing um, interviews and guests for season two, and it's going to be even better. So I'm so excited to come back with a fresh start, but I'm going to miss you guys a little bit. I'm going to miss, um, recording and sharing with you every Monday morning and just getting your messages and hearing how this podcast has just brought encouragement or touched your life a little bit. So it's a little bittersweet. So as I leave for, to take a little break in between seasons, I thought it would be a good time to talk about routines because our routines may change. If you do have kids, um, then your routines may look a little bit different for the summer. Or um, maybe you are just looking to establish routines for you and your spouse that's in law enforcement. So I thought this would be a great time to talk about that. So let's dive in and talk about some ways to establish routines as a law enforcement family. So first, sometimes we have routines in our life, but we don't realize that they are routines. I know for our family, each day may look a little bit different based on my husband's schedule and my schedule and the kid's schedule, but our weeks may look generally the same. Um, We have certain weeks that my husband's on call and those on-call weeks, we have a particular routine. And then when he's not on call, we have a separate routine for that too. So sometimes it can feel like we don't have a routine, but we really do. And going through the motions every day Um, it can feel like maybe we lack a little consistency, but really when we take a step back, we do have a routine. It's just different than what other people look like, or when days feel crazy, it can feel like we lack of consistent routine. So I know it can be hard though, to create a routine as a law enforcement family. If you're not used to rotating shifts or schedule changes and things like that. And I can't tell you how many times. As a family, we've rescheduled something because of my husband's schedule. But I think it's important, one, to realize that as a spouse, you and family members or you and kids or maybe just you by yourself, um, you can plan ahead as much as possible and you can learn to be flexible with your routine. Ultimately, we don't have control over our spouse's schedules. They generally, unless it's overtime, don't have control over their schedules and when things change. So it's easier to have that mindset that we can plan things around them. And if they're able to join us, great. It's a bonus. But yeah, we may miss them, but we're not going to be completely stopped in our tracks if they can't join us for something. So instead as a family, I know for us, we focus more on the routines that we can create at home. So that's what I would recommend for you as well. 
focus on what you can control at home. And it's a huge thing to remember that it's important to focus on, again, what you can control, not outside factors that you just, you have no impact over. So schedules and consistency at home are um, much more easier to deal with. And it can really help when um, your spouse may be off of work for a few days, that they can slide back into normalcy when they're off duty or on duty because you have those routines. Now, there may be routines that you have in your life, like, um, you know, on Tuesdays, you do a big family dinner or on, you know, maybe Fridays is your day off as a family and you try not to schedule anything. And that is, you know, a routine for you. But there may also be routines in your life that are very small or minute that you don't think about. Maybe it's when your spouse get, gets home and after they've decompressed a little bit, maybe you spend five or 10 minutes having coffee together every day. Or maybe it is, um, you know, you leave each other a good morning text message or just something very small. Those can be routines too. Those are routines. And doing those little things really help with consistency and with normalcy in your relationship. And so those are just as important. So one of the big reasons to also focus on routine at home is a your relationship if you and your spouse kind of know what's coming next and you've developed a routine that is for your family and again what works for you may not work for other people and that's totally fine but you want to focus on these routines for a it's going to be beneficial for your relationship and beneficial for your children if you have any but focusing on routines um, together as a family unit, not just, um, you know, you have your own routines, your spouse has his or her own routines. It's important to have those as an individual, but it's really important to have it as a family unit as well. And, and I mentioned children because, you know, my background is in education and little ones crave consistency. And when we veer off of our routine, even as adults, it doesn't always make for a pleasant day, (laughs) Um, especially with kids too. But even as adults, when we are off of our routine, it can be hard to stay focused on other things that we need to do throughout the day. Maybe it just puts you in a bad mood. Maybe um, it kind of gets you distracted a little bit. Maybe you're... um, completely thrown off and you don't know what to do because your plans change so much, but having a routine, um, and also having the mindset that routines are fluid, that they may change a little bit and that's normal for this lifestyle, then that will set you up for more success. Um, and then I have to mention too, just as law enforcement families, Some of the routines that you're like the officer in your life may do probably involve safety measures, like when they're getting home from work and that's an individual routine. I'm sure that your loved one probably puts their duty weapon away first and in a certain spot. Um, They are taking their duty belt off and placing it somewhere so that it is 
um, safe and secure. Those are individual routines that your spouse is doing. Just like when you probably get up in the morning, you have a routine for getting ready for your day or routine getting ready for work. Um, Those are individual, but also keeping routines that as a family. Um, So I know too, that my type A personality really appreciates that. I like when he sticks to his routines, I stick to mine and we stick to them as a family, but at the same time, I'm not going to get completely mad when they're, when they're ruined. So here are some routines that may be helpful, um, whether you're establishing routines for the first time, or, um, I know that we have to revisit our routines, um, as like we approach summertime, for example, when my kids are home, because what we do during the school year doesn't work for the summer. And actually we can be a little bit more flexible over the summer, but our routines shift a little bit for that um, season of the year. So it's really important to remember that you may have to revisit routines if things aren't working um, or if you've had, you know, just changes. Maybe you've moved, maybe you've added a pet, maybe you've added a baby, Um, whatever it may be. When you have big milestones, you may have to revisit routines as well. But here are some helpful tips for establishing some routines or just thinking about them as we approach the summer. So one, um, using a family calendar or command center to keep the family on the same page, Um, especially with if you're trying to plan vacations or time off over the summer, this is really important. Some people like to use Google, like Google Calendar. Um, Some people are more pen and paper. Um, some people might have a dry erase calendar, you know, in a well-seen area, maybe the kitchen in your home. So whatever works for you, whatever, you know, is preferred by your family, then that can really help. Um, I know some families will use like a different pen color for everybody in the family. You know, dad gets one color, um, mom or the wife gets another color. Um, and then that way it's easier to read a little bit of the time. Um, my husband and I just use our phones because that is what works for us. But we also have a routine where typically on Sundays, and I honestly didn't even realize for a really long time that we did this, but when thinking about this episode, um, you know, I realized like typically on Sundays, we will check in with each other, my husband and I, to talk about what is going on for the week. And even at the dinner table on Sunday nights, we talk as a family, okay, like this week's going to be a little busier. We have a lot of, you know, kid activities or extracurricular activities after school. So this is what this week is going to look like. And that helps all of us prepare a little bit. I know ahead of time, if I'm going to be driving kids multiple places and my husband can't help because of his schedule for work, or if there are days where my husband can help. Um, So just talking about that one day a week, maybe uh, the start of your week is on a Wednesday. So do it then. Talk about what your whole week looks like so that everybody is on the same page. And then you can use that time to write things down on calendars and things like that to keep everybody in the loop. Um, In our old house, we actually had like a command center where we had um, different papers and school paperwork and and things like that. But since we've moved, we changed what that looked like for our family, just because our kids are a little bit older now and um, it it works different. Um, 
remember, it doesn't need to be anything fancy whatsoever. Um, it's just what works best for you. And you may try something and figure out, you know, if you're doing Google, you may realize, okay, this doesn't work. We've tried it for a month. It's not working and you switch to something else. And that is totally okay. Next, what I want to talk about is specifically for you as the spouse. Remember, I mentioned this earlier that while I'm sure you want to include your loved one that is in law enforcement as much as you can, you also are in a position where you want to keep your family and routines running and running smoothly. Um, if there are, I'm going to talk about ways that you can include your spouse when they're working, but this is going to set you up for more success. If you know that your day is not going to be kind of ruined or your plans won't be ruined if your spouse can't come to something because their job doesn't always warrant that. So having your routine and having your plan set and knowing that if your spouse can come, it is kind of an added bonus for that day. So one of the ways that you can include your spouse when they're working is you can say you have an activity going on with the kids, or maybe you take the dog to the dog park. You can take a video and just send it to your spouse. I've done this many times for like swim practices and horseback riding. I'll take pictures and videos and then send it to my spouse and give them like a two sentence synopsis of what happened. So then they're still in the loop. So when they come home, um, if, you know, our kids had a big win or maybe they were bummed about something, then my husband doesn't feel completely out of the loop. He may not be able to watch or read those things right away when he's working, but at some point he finds the time to do it. So then when he does see our kids, he's able to say, oh, hey, I heard, you know, you hit a big milestone in swimming or Hey, I heard, you know, you didn't have such a good day in horseback riding today. Can you tell me what happened? So then they're not feeling completely out of the loop and you're not having to regurgitate a bunch of information at one time, or your kids are not having to kind of word vomit all over them and tell them a thousand things as soon as they walk in the door. This way they are in a loop a little bit. Um, so you can just do like text messages. I've talked before um, about the Marco Polo app. It's completely free and it's kind of like video walkie talkie, but you can send video and they don't have to view it right then and there. They just view it when they're able to. So that's a great way to let your spouse be involved a little bit throughout the day if possible. Um, the next thing is uh, you need to routinely build in self-care for yourself. And I've talked about this before in another episode. But I know how hard it can be when it feels like a lot of things may be on your plate, but you need to be intentional about building in a self-care routine. This is going to help you feel more balanced, um, less stressed, and feel like not you're not carrying the world on your shoulders. You had a little bit of time for yourself, and it's just a refresher for when you do have to get back into normal routine. Um, but... I mentioned this because this involves being intentional at looking at a calendar in advance and carving out that time. I will say to my spouse, okay, this is what our week is like. I'm feeling a little crazy. Saturday morning, you're off. I really need that time for myself. And 
we do this for my husband too. We say, okay, this is what we're, what's going on lately. He says, this is something that he needs to do. And we find that chunk of time to make it happen. Again, it may not be an entire day, maybe two or three hours, but it works. Um, So being sure that when you sit down as a family and you talk about your week, make sure you're building in time for yourself once in a while. Maybe it may not be every week. Okay. But it may be once a month. You may say, okay, it's been a few weeks since I've done something for myself. I really need to make sure I do this. Or if you um, are by yourself a lot and you feel like you get a lot of self-care time, then maybe that time is for you as a couple. And you say, okay, we haven't had time together in a while. Let's put this on the calendar and block it off and be intentional at not letting anything sabotage that time. Um, Next, I'm going to talk about kids a little bit. If you have them, Um, really the children are one of the main reasons that I am so passionate about keeping our routines. We make it a point to go over our routine and plans for the day almost each morning. If it's not each morning, then the night before so that our kids know what's coming. I try to let them know ahead of time, you know, daddy is probably going to be really late the next couple nights. And it helps to just ease that disappointment that they may have if daddy's not there to help put them to bed. Then they know what to expect. Um, Granted, there are some days where he has to stay late and we hadn't talked about it before, but they are, you know, pretty easily um, understandable at understanding at this age. Um, but it's really good to have those conversations because it's not completely new to them. Um, so a lot of times our children will ask when their dad will be home. And I don't always have the answer to that question as I'm sure you don't either. We don't know what time, um, because their schedules are not consistent. Instead though, what happens is we can focus on what they want to do with daddy when he's off next. So redirecting that a little bit to, again, something that we can control. We can't control what time our spouse is going to be home, but what we can control is how we spend time with them when we see them. So I may say to the kids, um, you know, can you write down some ways that we can spend time with daddy over the weekend? Or daddy's going to be home, you know, um, a little bit early tomorrow. Um, he only has to work a certain number of hours. So he should be home, you know, daylight hours, um, tomorrow. So what are some things we can do with daddy when he's off next? So my youngest will draw a picture since he's not writing as much. He'll draw a picture of how he wants to spend time with daddy. It usually has something to do with like cutting down trees or yard work. Um, my oldest will, you know, say like practice softball and things like that. So they can make a list of things that they want to do with their dad. Um, my middle child just likes to tell me, she doesn't really want to write it down. And we just talk about what she can do with daddy. So we try to focus on again, what we can control. And this is a lot of reinforcement with kids, but honestly, it's, it's very, very worth it. It makes them feel like, um, they have something to look forward to. Next thing about routines is making sure that you and your children are eating and sleeping regularly and consistent as possible. So I know sometimes when, honestly, when my husband first went into night shift years and years and years ago, 
um, I would try to wait up for him sometimes. And I know that that created um, some inconsistency with my own routines because I'd still had to get up at the same time and go to work. So I'd be more tired or if I stayed up longer, I'd get hungry, things like that. So making sure that you're kind of keeping your sleep and eating habits the same. Um, obviously we want that for our spouses too, but they can control themselves. Um, so focusing on making sure that you and the kids are keeping those routines the same. Um, again, it's really easy to get veer to veer off when our spouse's schedules are different and we want to have time together with them, but veering off kind of to an extreme can make it really hard to go back to your routine when, um, your spouse's schedule doesn't align with yours. So make sure that you're keeping that consistent. Last but not least, um, I really suggest that while you may not be able to see your spouse every single day or for a long period of time every single day because of their schedule, what I do suggest is building in a routine of checking in with one another. So maybe that's only for five minutes. Um, Cindy Doyle and I have a course about called 20 minutes to connection. And we teach you how to build in that time to find 20 minutes a day to connect with one another. And so it's really, and I'll link to that in um, the show notes, but it's really, really important to find ways to connect every single day. So if you're not together for four or five days for longer than um, you know, a few minutes, it's important that you've connected every single day so that you can still feel, um, uh, like you've communicated with your spouse and you feel that you're not having to pick up where you left off five days ago. Instead you've connected. And I have said this so many times and I'll say it again, make sure you're discussing beyond just surface level questions, like who let the dog out? Do we need um, milk at the grocery store? Can you take out the trash before you leave? That is not going to build your connection. That is not fun stuff to talk about. You need to, maybe if it's just sitting on the couch and holding each other's hand for five minutes. Um, Maybe it's laying in bed together for 20 minutes before your spouse has to go to work. Maybe it is sitting on the front porch and having coffee for 10 minutes and just talking, checking in with one another, not about the surface level questions, but just, you know, how's your week going? Is there anything I could do to make your week a little bit less stressful? Um, I noticed that you, um, you know, did a couple loads of laundry the other night and I really appreciate you helping me out. That really helped me to not feel so stressed when I got home. So giving feedback, And it's not a time to fight. It's not a time to pick an argument. It's not a time to say, hey, I was really pissed off that you did X, Y, and Z. Not the time. Instead, use that time to be intentional at building a connection with your spouse so that 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 can carry you for the days through the days that you may not see each other. Um, That has become a routine in our lives and in my marriage. And that was one of the things that I didn't realize was a routine, but it is. And every single day, if we haven't had that time where we've connected just for a little bit, we feel it. We feel tired. We feel disconnected. We miss each other. 
So being intentional at, at doing that. So I really hope that you have enjoyed season one. I feel like I have so, so, so much more to talk about. And we're going to have so many amazing guests on in the future. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode and tuning in to episode or uh, season one. If you've listened the whole way, if you haven't, be sure to go back and listen to past episodes. Um, please, if you don't mind to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, because it lets other people know if this is the podcast for them, if it's something they want to listen to. So those rating and reviews, think of it as like a little tip for me, um, just like you would for a waiter at a restaurant, if you don't mind leaving one and that would be incredibly helpful. And I can't wait to talk to you in August.